Good morning and welcome. This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insights and we continue with our series Battles Frontline. Yesterday we looked at the temptation and the fall of man. We saw how the first created people disobeyed the command of the Lord not to eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And we saw the consequences of that disobedience for the entire human race. We used the term insubordination in the military sense to illustrate the seriousness of that disobedience. Uh, we will be using a lot of allegories in this series of battle frontline, and most of these backstories will be from a military point of view since we are talking about battles frontline. Now, in March 2012, the National Army of the Democratic Republic of Congo experienced a mutiny or rather a rebellion against the commanding authorities from a section of the army led by Bosco Ntaganda, a former rebel leader who had been incorporated into the army as part of the peace agreement. The mutiny initially meant to display their discontent over unpaid salaries. It quickly spiraled towards civil war. The function then called M23 started recruiting child soldiers and within three months over 60 civilians had been raped, dozens executed and untold horror stories visited upon civilians. Situations like this often happen because someone somewhere does not want to respect the authorities above them because they find the pull towards violence too strong to resist because someone craves for something they feel they should be having and it's not been handed over to them. Today we are going to read the story of Cain and Abel from Genesis 4, 6-15 and it says, So the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? If you do not do well, sin lies at the door. And its desire is for you. But you should rule over it. Now Cain talked with Abel, his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and killed him then the lord said to cain where is abel your brother and he said i do not know am i my brother's keeper and he said what have you done the voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground so now you are cast from the earth which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand when you till the ground it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive and a vagabond, you shall be on earth. And Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Surely you have driven me out this day from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face. I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth. And it shall happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. And the Lord said to him, Therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. 
And the Lord set a mark on Cain, lest anyone finding him should kill him. Yeah, this is sad. The backdrop of this story is the scene where Cain and his brother Abel sacrificed to the Lord. And the Lord is pleased with Abel's sacrifice and he doesn't accept what Cain offered. But on seeing how Cain felt, how hurt Cain felt, the Lord comes down to have a conversation with Cain about his feelings. The Lord begins the conversation the same way he had begun with Adam after the fall. We see a heartfelt concern on the part of the Lord. Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? You see, God made it clear what he understood, how Cain was feeling. He made sure to bring to Cain's attention the anger that was brewing within him, to caution him against giving in to the pull towards violence. He warned him about the destruction power of sin. The Lord made it clear that he could still be blessed if he resisted sin. But Cain was so driven by anger, he was so driven by envy, that even after this conversation, he still hatched a plan to lure his brother into a trap and kill him. Even after the Lord had provided him with an escape from what was devouring him from within, even after the Lord had pried open the trap that Cain was trapped in, he still went on in his old way in total regard to the Lord in total disregard to the Lord's escape plan. He spiraled down so fast from craving for attention and recognition to being a murderer. This was the first sign, the first sign that Adam and Eve would indeed fill the world as the Lord had commanded. He nursed a murderous rage, a thirst that could not contain. And like we said about mutinies, the moment that downward spiral begins, there is hardly a chance to stop it. Things get out of hand so fast, but we see God still reaching out to Cain before he got to that. We see God seeking him like he had done with his parents. He asked Cain where his brother is. Of course, the Lord knew where Abel was, but here he is giving Cain a chance to confess his sin giving him a chance to do right after he had done something so evil. But Cain had already defied God. He had already cast off the fear of the Lord from his heart. And we see this in the insolence in his reply. Am I my brother's keeper? Cain was in too deep because he had rejected every chance he had been given to master sin. That desire that he had he had been given sorry about that Cain was in too deep because he had rejected every chance he had been given to master sin's desire to control and manipulate him and so he let the rage consume him he let sin take control of him and now something that had started as unrequited and unacknowledged feelings of dissatisfaction had progressed to a dark despair an evil passion that led to murder for the lowest reasons. And it didn't stop there. It became a growing habit of the soul. Plunged deeper and deeper 
into the abyss of depravity and vigence. And this is the way of an unacknowledged sin. It sinks you into newer depths with every attempt to conceal it. You know, when you when you do not retract and return to God, when you do not bother to acknowledge your guilt, you put yourself under the hand bondage of sin. You move from sin to sin, from disappointment to defiance, from unrighteousness to ungodliness. And the end for one who follows this path is judgment. And we see the kind of judgment that Cain received. It was something more severe than what his father had received. His father's curse was amplified in him. Adam was to toil for food, but Cain would find it impossible to bring forth food from the earth because the Lord said it would not yield. Adam had been cast from the Eden, but Cain would find no rest on earth. He would be a fugitive and a vagabond. But what does he do after the judgment? Cain doesn't feel remorseful. He doesn't even try to repent. His attitude doesn't change at all. He does what most of us do. We complain when we are punished. We try to excuse ourselves. We pity ourselves instead of repenting. And this, this is the path of sin. This is the path from God. And like the mutiny we talked about at the beginning of this episode, we start small, a little dissatisfaction, a little defiance, a little cover-up, and before we know it, it is a full-blown disaster. We are in an endless battle, a battle with the devil, a battle with our fallen nature, a battle with our desires, and like God told Cain, sin stands at the door, at the opposite side of the line of the battle. But the Lord gives us fair warning before the attack. He cautions us every day with his word against giving in to the pull towards defiance. He warns us every day about the destructive power of sin. And I pray that we may learn to heed his warnings, that we may not reject when the Lord invites us to repentance. We may not nurse within us desires that will lead us to destruction. May the Lord keep you from spiraling down that path of sin and should it ever get to the point of judgment, may it drive us to a change of attitude, a change of heart for better. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. change of heart for better in the name of Jesus let's not be defiant I know this today was tough but it's good to know that at that battlefront line sin lies at the door but we got the power to resist resist don't give in in Jesus name this is Pastor Lucy Painter 
with your daily insights. And this is Bato's Frontline, Day 3. Shalom. Thank you for your continued support and encouragement to the making of the Daily Insights. Reaching an average of 60 people a day with over 10,000 total plays. I invite you to partner with us by supporting this podcast through monthly or one-time donation. Your contribution will be used to sustain the episode subscription and hosting platform. My goal is to inspire and share insightful messages in our generation, empowering one person at a time each day to continue serving the purposes of God in our generation. Your support is highly appreciated. Click that support button now and give your support. You can support with $1, $5, or as much as you are able to give. Blessings.